Jula Radio Plus presents Jula Innovations Unlocked. Did you know that one out of every 100 senior Thai citizens aged over 60 is a Parkinson's disease patient? That is around 150,000. And at the global level, that number is estimated to be around 10 million around the world. But the researchers at the Excellence Center for Parkinson's Disease and Related Disorders, King Tuilalungkorn Memorial Hospital, have developed the tremor-reducing Parkinson's gloves, an innovation which automatically reduces tremors, allowing Parkinson's patients to enjoy social life and reducing side effects from medication as well as risks from brain surgery. In this episode of Jula Innovations Unlocked, we talk to Assistant Professor Ananom Pokewarangkun, one of the key players in developing this innovation. Dr. Anong, thank you and welcome to Jula Innovations Unlocked. We meet again. And uh, thank you for inviting us into your home, your house, or whatever it is, but it doesn't have a roof. Uh, where exactly are we? Thank you. And this is actually, this is uh, our home modifications clinic. This is a center for Parkinson's disease, as the name as the Jula Center of Excellence for Parkinson's disease and related disorder. So our center, this is target to treating patients with Parkinson's disease and right. movement disorder. Mm. And this room, we know that uh, most of the Parkinson's disease people might have the problem with the mobility. Right. And if they have the good home, good house or environment, that may be helpful. Suitable for them. Yes, that's right. Okay. But today's topic is about the Parkinson glove yeah, right here in right. front of us, right? Yeah, Before right. we go into the details of this innovation, my first question will be, what would be the biggest challenge for people who are diagnosed with Parkinson's disease? In my opinion, for the biggest challenge is mm. for the treatment for the Parkinson's disease patients because uh, we know that uh, there are like a four symptoms that people with Parkinson's disease are usually face it okay. and might interfere to their daily of activity. Okay. The first thing is, is for the, the slowness. Slowness. The second thing is for the stiffness. Okay. The third thing is for the shakings. Shaking. And the fourth thing is about the postural instability or the poor balance. Oh. Yes. Body balance. Okay. Yeah, that's right. And we found that these kinds of things, many people, they might have the problems because uh, at, at this time, some of the medication that we use to treat Parkinson's disease mm -hmm. at this time, okay. they quite have a good response to treat some of the symptoms but mm -hmm. not our symptoms. Right. Do they come in like packs of four? You always have to have all four symptoms once you have Parkinson's? Mostly. Mm. Mostly people might have like a, at least two or three symptoms and some of them might be up to four symptoms or maybe more than four symptoms. Uh. At this time, we found that oral medication, mm. especially with the levodopa, this is one type of the medication, they will give the good response to the patient with Parkinson's disease. Okay. But by the way, the effect of the levodopa is good only for the slowness and mm. the stiffness but not too much for the shaking. Not and much for the tremor. In, yeah, not, not too much for the tremor. So that's why many of Parkinson's disease who have the tremor, uh -huh. they, they might have the problem. Mm -hmm. Because even though they get the good response with the other symptom, okay. but shaking is still there. Be before this came about, yeah. in order to, to eradicate the shaking 
problems or you know, the tremors, what are the options? In the past, that if, if patients still have the refractory to the treatment, mm. that's just oral medications or is not good enough, mm -hmm. sometimes we need to add more and more oral medications. Okay. And patients might have the problem from the side effect from mm -hmm. the oral medications. Okay. And in case for patients who have a very severe of the tremor, that might limit them to do some activity of daily living. We might consider for the brain surgery. Surgery? Yeah, the brain surgery mm. or in, uh, and implanting some of the of device that have uh, the potential to stimulate some of the brain nuclei in the brain that okay. might be helpful to lower the Parkinsonian symptom. But I would have asked you, if you uh, would you like to do the brain surgery? I'd rather just shake yeah, if I could choose. So yes. Yeah, because many people, they're quite afraid mm -hmm. about, the, about the treatment with the, with the surgery. I see. Yeah. So how does this Parkinson glove help with the pain points and how did this idea come about in the first place? Because uh, in the past, most of the treatment that we provided for Parkinson's disease, especially for the oral medications mm -hmm. and for the brain surgery, usually target at the brain, at the central tremor mechanism. Okay. So if I uh, go back into the pathophysiology of the tremor, the tremor in Parkinson's disease have the originates from the two center. Okay. The first center in the brain, mm -hmm. because the brain have some the brain structure, the nuclei that have propensity to originate of the tremor. Okay. And the second uh, sort that can produce for the tremor as well in the body is a peripheral mechanism. Mm -hmm. That's have the muscles, mm. nerves, uh, and also with the leaflet loop. Right. And we found that these both two centers usually uh, originate for the tremor of the Parkinson's disease patients. Okay. But by the way, in the past, most of the treatment, for example, the oral medication and brain surgery, usually target to treat in the central mechanisms only. Ah. So that's why I think that the peripheral mechanism is that's another point that we can be considered. So it's like a, another channel. Yeah, another mm -hmm. channel to treat. And they didn't have not too much of study to explore this uh, area, okay. not too much. So that's why this is might be the, another option, another channel that we can target in this. Right. So how, how does the mechanic work? Actually, the starting, this is really funny mm -mm. because uh, as uh, we are the movement disorder specialist, we know that Parkinson's disease patient, especially for those who have the tremor dominant Parkinson's disease, mm -hmm. they usually have the shakings of the tremor and the hands okay. mainly. And, and the tremor usually occurs the, at first on the one side of the body. Okay. And the shaking usually comes at a slow frequency shaking like this. Okay. But once patient using the hand to do something, for example, to, uh, to do postural posture, to grab something, to use the hand to do something, we found that shaking usually gone away. Right. So that's why we try to mimic the functions of the hand motion, of the action hand motions by using the electrical muscle stimulations. Ah. And we found some hypotheses and also with the evidence support that using the electrical muscle stimulations at, uh, to stimulate the hand muscle or mm -hmm. the forearm muscle okay. might be helpful to lower the tremor as well. So basically, we're kind of mildly electrocuting them. Yeah, that's in right. In a way, yeah, but at a, at a safe level. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, that's right. And also, this kind of the stimulations, we have a theory, it might be have some connections to the control to help partially to help or to reduce the shakings in the central mechanism oh. only, but but uh, they have have some have some limitation of the studies about it. Mm -hmm. But in the in our pilot some study about uh, using the intermuscular stimulation, okay. we found that using of the EMS may be helpful to mm. lower the tremor at this time. Now, as of mid two thousand twenty three, as we're filming uh, this episode, you've had five versions of the Parkinson's glove already. So uh, what's the latest feature for this one? Latest features, we give more of the, like uh, the low weight of, of, of the device. Okay. And also a bit more safer. 
and our service the smoother of the of the electricity uh, distribute to the patients okay. and also uh, our system this is when compared to the device from another country, okay. it seems to be lower in the price. Ah, I like yeah. that. So with all that being said, so how do you install this? I mean, is it like one size fit all? Can you can you show us how it works? Yeah, please? because uh, the, the devices is like, uh, can be adjustable. So that's mm. why if people have the shakings and they would like to try the, the glove, they can use the glove and then can they can adjust the glove according to their size. hand, to their size, yes. Mm, mm, mm. The glove have the components of the two components okay. right now. This is the control box mm -hmm. and this is a mobile phone and this is the electrical muscle simulation surface the, the monitor yeah that's now. right okay and these are connections through the bluetooth ah good yeah and another cool thing is because uh, this is the the control box because as i mentioned to you uh if Parkinson's disease patient they have the shaking mm. so uh and if you use the electrical muscle simulation to simulate on the hand muscle that might be helpful to lower the shaking okay okay so that's why this uh, device have combined of the two modules the first module this is the tremor detection model okay. with the gyroscope and accelerometer to detect the shakings on the patient's hand okay. and to determine how frequency oh. of the shaking is so as dr Arnon is moving yeah. the device if the camera could see that the frequency. The frequency is yeah. kind of changing as yeah, well. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, this is like a real-time okay. result. Mm. Okay. And also, if patients have the shakings, because okay. at this time, from the medical knowledge, we, we, we know that uh, different types of the disease for the for, for, for the tremor, they have different, different frequency as well. Okay. So that's why this time, if patients have the slow frequency, mm. tremor address, the, uh, the tremor detection model will check and then they will uh, analyze for the data that this uh, shaking pattern is fit to the Parkinsonian tremor. So that's why they will allow the okay. system to uh, extend the electrical muscle simulations in the, in the safe zone of the level okay. to the patient's hand. Right, and these data will be recorded and sent to you yeah, once the patients right. come to visit. Yeah, that's right. Two in one. Yeah, that's right. right. And also the data, once patients uh, would like to use the uh, this device at home, mm -hmm. they can upload the data at the end of the day uh -huh. because the data will go up into the cloud. Oh, yes. nice. So uh, can you like throw me some numbers of how much this will cost? Usually right now it's around uh, 30,000. 30,000 Thai baht. Uh, can we just buy it or do you have to wait for a doctor's prescription or how does it work? Uh, due to this is, uh, this is a really good thing of uh, this study because we get uh, supported from uh, many sources, especially from the Chulalongkorn University. Okay. And also uh, we can uh, we get uh, the funding resources from the mm -hmm. TED Fund okay. in, uh, in the past three years to conduct the commercialize of the this uh, device into the more of the to become the true business okay and also the last year we got the thai innovations award wow. 2022 so that's why this is uh, like uh, all the support uh, to 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 make to make the this device to become as the like a commercial product okay but by the way we like uh, we think that if patients would like to use this device mm -hmm. in our uh, mostly right now this device still can be available in our center okay. but by the way if patients are from the another hospital would like to try the device and and, and we also welcome mm -hmm. to have some patients that have the shakings and, and would like to try for the tremor glove that okay. have the good enough uh, to treat the symptoms or not so basically uh you could kind of purchase it but you could borrow it as well yeah that's right nice because because at this time due to we are the government hospital mm. so that's why we prefer to use donation model to the patients so if uh, we most of the patients with Parkinson's disease we, we believe that uh, 
due to the, the cost of the medication or treatments mm. is quite high. So if we can be able to help them with mm. uh, some of the devices that may be helpful, we plan to offer them as a, like a, with, uh, without, without any charge. But oh, by okay. the way, we get some of the, of the people who would like to donate money mm. to support uh, this study. Now, the people at home may be wondering, how long do we have to wear this glove before the tremors just go away? Honestly, due to at this time, even though patients taking oral medication, mm. the tremor usually not gone away. Even, even the gold standard or the treatment still have the shaking or the tremor. Mm -hmm. So if patients would like to get like a more, up to like a 80 to 100% of the tremor reduction, they okay. need to do the brain surgery. Oh. But our system can give the another benefit to add on treatments to the oral medication around 30% to 50%. Mm. Additional to the to the oral medication, but by the way, due to this is the this is the system that that didn't uh, make the direct of the change into the into the brain ah. as at the brain surgery. So yes, that's yes. why it cannot do completely 100% as the brain surgery did. And results. Yeah, so what's why. the feedback from the users? Because uh, in the past, we have that many of people in our center can try about this device. Mm -hmm. And especially at the time of COVID infection in uh, the past two years, yeah. because uh, like uh, in, uh, in the situation of the lockdown, many mm -hmm. people cannot go to the hospital. Okay. This device um, help, uh, have uh, used to help people a lot and also with the patient because uh, we we, uh, we send this device mm -hmm. for the patient and, and they can use this device at the same time to check about their movement and, oh. and, their, and their shaking at the same time. So that's why at the time that even patient didn't come to the hospital, mm -hmm. we are be able to help them to adjust oral medications for be them. Because the information is yes. sent to you. Yes. Oh. And, uh, and also at, at the time that patients uh, still have the, uh, the, the, the match with, with, with the doctor in the center, mm. we can do the teleconference and right. using the data that we get from the DCY to, to like uh, more information to help the doctor to uh, adjust the medications to help patient symptom. So let me get this straight. This device, this Parkinson glove, not only helps with the tremor, also detects the symptoms of yeah. the patients, which uploads it up to the cloud, gives it to the doctor yeah. to adjust their medication. It's free of charge, one size fit all. I mean, this is perfect already, but this is Jula Innovations Unlocked. We want to take everything to the next step. So my question is, what is your next step of R&D for Parkinson Club? In my opinion, mm. at this time, I think our system, this is quite ready yeah. to become more bigger and larger scales. Okay. And uh, in the past, we got uh, funding from the TED funds into mm -hmm. the productions, into the commercialized level. Okay. But we still need more and more of the, of the good enterprise or the good of entrepreneur mm -hmm. to support that into the into develop this device into the next of the next step of the commercial level I see. because I, I think that's uh, the good thing of the device is if it can be able to reduce the size more smaller and, uh, yeah the smaller and become like a lightweight and can I, can I try it is yeah it? It, actually this is lightweight but but it's but not too would, heavy yeah. yeah but we would like like a more lighter than mm. this yes and some of my patients the thing that it seems to be like a still be like a, the medical device. Oh. So some of my patients, they said, is it possible to adjust this size to okay. be like the garments or the like uh, the, the walls that uh, you need to change okay. for the design. So mm. that's why this is uh, might be the, another level of the of the development that we might be considered. Right. They say money is not a problem, yeah. but not having money is a big problem. <laughs> 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 right. Now, is it true, Dr. Arnong, is it true that in Thailand, for every 100 senior citizen, one is a Parkinson's disease patient? Actually, this is true. Wow. 
Yeah, and even that, and even if you see that for the 100 people mm -hmm. who 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 the age of more than 85, you might we found five people with Parkinson's disease. Yes. Wow. We yes. have uh, the uh, statistics that we found that was based on 60 onwards. Yeah. Is 1%. Yeah, that's right. So if so because of this kind of the degenerative disease, so mm. if you found the people who getting more older, the older people might have more of the degenerative disease, including the Parkinson's disease, and not only Parkinson's disease, mm. might have the Alzheimer's disease or something mm. like that. So right. that's why once the age is more getting older, people might have more and more of the numbers of the disease mm. and also with the more of the severity. And with Thailand becoming an aging society, yeah. so we can expect quite a bit more Parkinson's patients. Yes, right, right now because uh, in Thailand, we we uh, expected that uh, the Parkinson's disease people in Thailand probably may be around 150,000 people in Thailand. Mm. And the total of Parkinson's disease people in the world is around 10 million. If we truly believe that prevention is better than cure, as an expert in this field, what would be your advice to the audience? And especially, you know, how they should be changing their behavior so that they could stay away from Parkinson's disease as much as they can. Actually, right now, so we have uh, we know that the Parkinson's disease is not cured. Ouch. So that's why. But by the way, if we can be able mm. to detect for the people who might affect that or to be at risk of the Parkinson's disease, that would be very nice. Okay. To provide some of the intervention that might be very helpful to them. Mm. And at this time, we found that uh, once a patient was diagnosed of the Parkinson's disease, uh, these kinds of the patients might have some of the symptoms that occur beyond the onset of the Parkinson's disease diagnosis. Okay. And we found these kinds of symptoms we call the prodromal symptoms. Okay. And prodromal symptoms can be occur to the patients might be up into the five year or the ten up to ten year mm -hmm. for, for people who have the Parkinson's disease in the future. Okay. So that's why this kind of the prodromal symptoms at this time we have the four prodromal symptoms. Okay. The first thing is about the constipation. The second thing is about the REM sleep behavioral disorder. This is the problem with the with the sleep okay. or the sleep enactment. Okay. And the third thing is about the anosmia. The patients have the lack of the sense of smell or decrease mm. in the sense of smell. Okay. And the fourth thing is, it's about the depressions. Uh, elderly people might have the potential to be the prodromal disease or the Parkinson's right. disease. And they might have the Parkinson's disease in the future. And this time we found that if the patient would like to stay away from the Parkinson's disease and also with the neurodegenerative disorder, okay. do the good exercise. All right. You eat the good food, mm -hmm. and also you have the less of the anxiety mm -hmm. and the good sleep. That might be very helpful. Right. What yeah. kind of food should we go with? Yeah. Right now we have the recommend patient to eat the Mediterranean diet. Mediterranean diet. Try Mediterranean diet before. All, I can think of olives. Because the Mediterranean diet, this is the pattern size of the eating mm -hmm. in the Mediterranean bo uh, basins border, okay. especially for the Italy, Greece, France, mm -hmm. something like that. And we found that these kinds of the people in this area, they have the less uh, tendency to have the vascular disease, especially the, the heart disease, okay. and also have the low uh, low prevalence of the patients who have the neurodegenerative disease, Which such as the Parkinson's disease Alzheimer's. and also with the Alzheimer's. Oh. Yeah, so that's why we think about that the Alzheimer's uh, the methadone diet, they might have the good potential to mm. become as the preventions for the Parkinson's disease. Okay. But by the way, if I ask you, mm. you need to try the methadone diet and you need to adhere with the methadone diet. You oh think dear. this is very difficult for I mean, you? It's got to be hard to access, I would yeah, say. Yeah, uh. that's right. But, but so right now, we found that uh, in our center, we think that the if we would like the Thai people to adjust their uh, lifestyle or the eating into the methadone diet, this is quite be very difficult. Yes. So that's why we try to adjust the methadone diet into the Thai style. 
Into to, Thai food. Yeah, into Thai food to make patients more easier ah. to, to to follow or to adhere to the, these times of the eating. So how does one simply adjust Mediterranean diet into Thai cuisine? The first thing is you need uh, the protein. Okay. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Which type of protein or the meat that you like? I enjoy chicken. Oh, your chicken that is very nice because the Mediterranean diet they prefer chicken and seafood. Ah. And they try to avoid red meat and pork. All right, pork and beef. And also. For the cooking, uh, cooking oils, mm -hmm. which types of the cooking oils you use usually in your in your kitchen? In my kitchen, we go with um, rice bran. Mm -hmm. Rice bran oils, okay. Mm -hmm. But because uh, most of the Thai uh, cooking oils, we, we usually like uh, vegetable oils, palm rice oil. bran oil, palm oil, mm -hmm. and also with the large or the oils from the from the animals, okay. from like a skin of the chickens yeah, and yeah. for the pork. So that's why if we can be able to adjust into the olive oil. Olive oil. Yeah, okay, that would be okay. much much uh, easier to to get more of the of the standards of the Mediterranean. Okay, we can start with that chicken, yeah. olive oil. Yes, <laughs> and also try to increase the the amounts of the vegetables mm. and also with the fruit and try to eat less of the milk and also with dairy products. Oh. Yes. Okay. That's it. This is a, this is the core of the Mediterranean diet. So it is okay. very easy. And and if you are to drink some of the alcohol, please try the red wine. Red wine. Yeah, but not too much. Not too much. Not too much. Yes. All right. Otherwise, it'll be too much of a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll remember that. Chicken and olive oil. All right. And also uh, at this time, due to uh, we believe that uh, to starting of the eating with the good uh, with the good food with the matter, it is quite big difficult mm -hmm. so that's why our center we recruit for the numbers of the medical professionals and also who have the talents in the kitchen okay. in, in, in the cookings and uh -huh. also to to make in the group of the of the cookings uh like a cooking studio okay. and we call this is a July PD cooking studio PD cooking yeah so uh, our, our our cooking studio is targets to uh, do the cookings mm. for the uh, in the Mediterranean style okay. and in, in the Thai style Mediterranean diet okay. to support the patients and also we will invite the patients or welcome the patients to join our mm. group to like uh, to change their lifestyle of the eating pattern into more of the healthier way wow yes. okay so the details are pretty much um, here as you can see yeah. right so just make sure you get in there and hit the like button and follow yeah. Right. I mean, with the um, aging society pretty much knocking at the door, if not here already, it's going to be quite a big challenge for you and the kind people here at Jualangkong University to fight with Parkinson's disease. And I wish you the best and hopefully one day soon enough, find a cure for this. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Chula Innovations Unlocked is produced and presented by Superjohn Klinsawan. This program is brought to you by Chula Longhorn University.